Sidekicks and henchmen out there in the Geek Nation, you're listening to Gutter Talk. Gutter Talk. Oh, you fucked me up. You <laughs> fucked me up. Oh, man. Oh, this show is off the rails immediately. <laughs> I'm Johnny Destructo, a.k.a. The Thwip Tribble. Hello, it's your boy. This is Len, a.k.a. The Bat Tribble. And with us this week, after a long, long hiatus... Ladies first. That would be just oh, rude. All right. Why don't you just mess up my intro? With us <laughs> sure this did. week is Kristen Kidd. Way to read the room. Jeez. Hello. You, the two of you. <laughs> what do you mean the two of us? You messed up my intro and then you were yeah. like. And it's back. No. 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 Wait, no. wait, wait. Why no. not? No. Why because not? Oh, wait, you because haven't been, you haven't been sworn in yet. By who? Be, two triples, which so is why. Right now? If you will shut up. No. Oh my! You little thing! Yeah. Oh my goodness! This is another reason why I asked Randy to join us, so that we could swear you in, so that you could officially change your name. Who's but, Randy? And he now hasn't been I'm thinking. Yet. Now I'm thinking. You know what? Look, look, Randy. He look. just grabbed the mic out of you know what? hands. Yeah, right. You know what, you little. That is not how you, you little... treat a woman. Oh, look, yeah, you, this, get, you, this, get, this, you get four hairs above your bro, lips, and now wait. all of a sudden... <laughs> now you've grown. Yo, you grown. <laughs> Yo, school started, your man hit puberty like that? Like, wow. Wait, I have a real question for Randy, though. He's okay. not even introduced yet. Oh, who's Randy? What's the deal? It's your man, our son, the voice of reason, a.k.a. the Super Tribble, the brand of steel, the comic book Jedi. I'm in the building. What up? And then joining us this week is... My very good friend Kristen Kidd, who is a photographer, and we came. She has come here this this evening, this afternoon, morning, afternoon. this day, to <laughs> talk about uh, her project that she's working on. So, yeah, why don't you say hi, Kristen? Hey, everybody. Sorry, the venom was spitting at Brandon. I was just noticing some hostility. This is why I recommended a meta meditation that we yeah. start with. <laughs> no. it turns out you were right. <laughs> <laughs> See. <sighs> No. And also with us this week is Brandon. No. Hi guys, Brandon, aka. No, you it's can't not. do that. No, wait. I no. do. That's my question. Randy, yes. do you remember JD changing his name, his triple name? Yes. You were there. Was I there? No. Yeah. Really? Me for? Because when I, last week I was like, I want to change my name. You're like, there have to be two people, and then you were like, He's, Randy, and when were there? I thought he was. Okay. Are you sure you weren't there? I was there because somebody else changed their name too. Yeah, it was like two of us. Wasn't yeah. It? yeah, 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 yeah. I oh crap. my my uh, memory cannot be trusted, but no, because it was at the old store. Yeah, yeah. I was there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yes, you're right. You're right. So he was there, and he was here now, so that we could change your name. And we'll see if I feel like doing it at the end of the at wow. the end of the episode. I may very well and most likely will not, oh since my. you want to be popping all this good stuff in here and just saying your name is Inspector whatever whatever. You notice I bleeped it out of the last episode, and I can <laughs> we'll we'll bleep it out of this one if How need would I be. Know that? I don't listen to this show anymore. I'm too big for it. <laughs> Yo, somebody set dropped. I know. Listen to this dude. Listen to him. He's swinging in the breeze, man. Boy comes, he comes in one day with salt and pepper fried chicken, and now all of a sudden, to be fair, the salt and pepper fried chicken was delicious. It was. But to be fair, it was just salt and pepper. That's, that's true. That's true. You don't need anything else. That's, that's the markings of a good chef. When you know 
You know, you, all you need is salt and pepper. Did you make it or did you buy it though? No, he made it. <laughs> no, he okay. made it with an air fryer. Okay. He bought it in specifically for us. It was yes, okay, because he made gentleman? it with an air fryer because he found out the laziest way in the world to make fried chicken. And now, that's the only reason why he cooked it. I have never made fried chicken, so he's one up on me. Yeah. Bruh. Yes, but you're that... not lazy. You have your own um, store. That's true. Brandon's <laughs> lazy, and I'm not. <laughs> Before that, you made the ginger the gingerbread cake thing, and that's yeah. Thank you, Brandon. Yo, they killing this bull. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lonely place over there in Mike, Mikeless land, isn't it? I feel like we need a restorative justice circle. I need this stand. <laughs> in what way? Um, in every way, how you kind of like mess up a, a you messed up an intro last week. Did I? I yes. think I made that intro better. No, Just you like really didn't. Show. You really, please. Oh my god, this is fun. I'm in a good mood today, guys. <laughs> Why? I saw Steven Did they Universe. Drop? I see. I can't be the only one that thinks you look like Morty, can I? That's I've I've heard Morty. I heard um. I've heard. I used to get Franklin a lot in high school. Morty. Oh, Mo- oh that's your name now. No, no you, you are, are Morty. Is it Franklin is just because he's the black dude. There's, no, there's, no. Yeah. But Morty There's a very is Morty it. thing happening yeah, there. with the hairline and everything. Yes, you are. It's Morty. the eyes, man. You got really a big. A particular I friend got, of ours called me. Um, you got Scott Pilgrim. No, 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 no. You're Morty. No, okay. Morty's awesome. You're Morty. Yeah, I mess with mess with Morty. Most of us not a big fan of Rick. Not a big fan of Rick. I I I wanted to say I'm waiting for Morty to get old older and just punch Rick in the throat. Be like, you know what, old man? He's kind of like the lovable psychopath, right? I I think that I would would definitely say that Rick is more of a psychopath. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I mean. Rick's the yeah, but Rick's not lovable. Is that really a thing, though? Lovable psychopath? Yes, I don't think so. I don't. I don't know. That's the whole thing that Daniel Tosh runs on. I want to throw him in traffic. I do too. I want to throw that dude in front of a train strapped to a bus. I'm with. Well, maybe I don't want to do that (laughs) because I did my meta meditation. I don't want to throw anybody in traffic. But yeah, Daniel Tosh does. Daniel Tosh needs to get throat punched. Does he even do stuff I wouldn't now? be sad if yeah. that happened. He still does stand-up. <laughs> and like if his stand-up comes over, like if I'm listening to stand-up but on Pandora or something. But that's his platform is what I'm saying, is it's the lovable psychopath. That's yeah. his... That's his lane. That's his, yeah, that's his lane. I don't, I'm not sure how I feel about people that love psychopaths, though. <laughs> like, Some people too. You're my favorite psychopath. Psychopaths I, need love, too. Everybody uh, needs love. Isn't that I mean, what that Zac Efron movie was about? What was it? Oh, I f- now I feel bad because I don't remember the name. It was a Netflix movie about a, a serial killer, and everyone really liked him. Yeah, and there's a term for it. It's called atypical social reward. Is that the term for it? Yeah. Oh. Extremely wicked. That people who who people who love like causing mayhem and mm-hmm. chaos. Ted atypical, Bundy. Atypical. Ted Bundy, no, Ted Bundy so was just a murderer. He was not yeah, he lovable. Was, he was the most murderous. <laughs> yeah. mur- the whole I mean, movie was about how he had like fans and yeah. stuff. Yeah, no, that's okay. that's not that's not exactly what I'm driving at. Yeah, that's not exactly what we're driving. At. And and I seem to remember <laughs> that that movie that they you're referencing. It wasn't a good. I mean, <laughs> it didn't it last. Good. Yeah, you're I, not I, saying I think it got, you're a fan. Of. You know what Zac Efron started in? I believe he started in high school. He musical. did, yes. Musical. He played Troy. He sung the song um, "We're All in This Together." But we're not there together, so we're not going to have a whole nother Give me that show mic. about high school Take musical. My mic the musical. Back. Hi guys, I'm back. I had to help a customer. Uh-huh. Did you guys settle all your beefs? I think we have more. More yeah, beefs. Yeah, a couple more. 
more beef. <laughs> it's gremlin beef. You get it wet and it just multiplies. It's Arby's. Ew. Arby's. We got the meats. Mm, so what are we here to talk about today? Well, we have to talk about Kristen's fantastic new project that she has going on, mm-hmm. which is, I believe, if I am correct, Kristen, it is a coffee table book. It is. I'm super stoked about it. And it has to do with dogs. Mm-hmm. And it has to do with women. You nailed it. And women with dogs. <laughs> yes, yeah. it does. That's and it. And it's called Woman's Best Friend. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. Tell us about it. That's okay. I'll I'll take the inter- interview from here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering what the heck they were doing. You so, asked, you're here to ask us questions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so women's best friend, a coffee table book that is about Women with dogs? Yes, it's about the bonds uh, between women and their canine companions. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, man's best friend is a long-running term. Right. right. And so Kristen was like, I'm going to flip that on its ear. <laughs> and or, flip that to women's best friend. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but it was about more than that, too. Um, in my career as a photographer, I specialize in two-legged and four-legged families, photographing mm. two-legged and four-legged families. Um, so that means a lot of different things. Um, How do you come to specialize in, in doing specifically four-legged families? Mm-hmm. Uh, I love dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty good at photographing them. Is there an art uh, so, to it? Yeah. yeah, there really is. I think even more than... There, there's an art to it, um, but I think even more than that, it's really important to understand dogs behaviorally. Got you. Um, and uh, to bring that to the table. And then for me, I mean, I, I think historically uh, pet portraiture uh, has been thought of as, you know, this upper echelon, you have Fifi and you put Fifi, mm. you know, in the chair, in the plush chair, and then they ha- and then someone walks into the house with Fifi's portrait on the plush chair and they're like, where am I? You know, kind of thing. It's like right. not thought of as something that's attainable or even desirable. Um, so that's one aspect of it. And then the other aspect of it is um, more and more our pets are are being raised to the status of family members, right. uh, which is really important, um, and I believe as it should be. Um, and so in that sense, you know, being able to photograph everything that we love about them and them as members of our families um, is really important. It's really important to document their place in our lives because Dave, as David Sedaris said it best, he said they, they're bookends to our lives and they mark eras for mm-hmm. us and so to really celebrate that and honor that is a lot of fun and mm-hmm. it's really cool. So we don't do so much of the Fifi sitting on the plush chair, we do more of um, Waffles loves rain, running around like a maniac and <laughs> <laughs> and what do we love about that <laughs> kind of thing. So That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, too, um, it, the project began because for about two years, I photographed a lot of women with their dogs. Okay. And every photo experience begins with someone sitting on a couch across from me talking about what's most important to them. Right. And I kept hearing story after story about um, 
you know, my dog changed my life. My dog saved my life. Um, just these harrowing accounts of, um, of experiencing anxiety and depression and uh, the highest highs and the lowest lows and mm-hmm. how their dogs had been there for them in ways that um, other humans couldn't be there Just for them. Been, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so they have that unique place of being able to be there right beside you um, and not need to say a thing, right? Yeah. Um, but even that experience is nuanced from woman mm-hmm. to woman. Um, and from person to person, it's just that my book happened to really hone in on that theme. Um, and I wanted it to be a women's empowerment project that was approached through that relationship and that bond of mm-hmm. women with their dogs. Uh, so uh, it, it was apparent to me after two years of doing that, that you know there was something here that... Mm-hmm. Not only did I just want to make a book out of it, I really wanted other women to to experience these stories, to hear that they're not alone in their experiences. Right, right. Because anxiety and depression and and um, grief and loss and all those things are very isolating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to be able to um, read accounts and and understand that you're not alone in that, but also that every woman would sit across from me and say, um, I know I'm crazy for loving my dog this mm-hmm. much. And I really just wanted to be able to, to say, no, you're not. And right. look, see, yeah. mm-hmm. you're not. Like, this yeah. is this is important. This and is, it, yeah. And it makes sense because, you know, you, you're changing the whole thing about, you know, man's best friend, women's best friend. And women in, you know, historically have been, you know, the term cat lady has become a thing. Right. But it makes so much more sense to to document their relationship with uh, a dog because the dog is actually more of a relationship. You know, historically cats like they, they don't care, just put some food in a dish. You know what I mean? And 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 clean clean my my, my bathroom every mm-hmm. once in a while and we're good. Other than that, get out of my way. But with a dog, you know, they can feel so much in your life they can fill a void in your life like you said they can be comfort for you mm-hmm. um they're and dogs are very empathic so mm-hmm. they sense yeah. what you're going through and then try to try to do what they can for you whether or not mm-hmm. you're in danger mm-hmm. whether or not you're scared you're lonely or whatever yeah. you know so documenting that i i actually just a couple of weeks ago um, my sister, my older sister, who just lost her husband mm. four months ago, mm. uh, just not even four months ago. Actually, he he died maybe three months ago. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. It's such uh, a tremendous loss. Thank you. Um, it, she did not long after that, this maybe about two weeks ago, had to put her her dog oh, down. Wow. So that the 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 flood of emotions that mm-hmm. came from that mm-hmm. because in many ways the dog was kind of like her last link to her husband and now he's going too yeah you know and mm-hmm. just it, so it was that that relationship mm-hmm. that she had with the dog mm-hmm. and the relationship that you know would that recommend you know represented from the loss of her husband 
it's uh it's crushing and 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 it's been like a rebuilding process ever since so i appreciate you doing a project like this i think this is going to be like there's so many people who don't know that they need to hear this story yeah yeah thank you for saying that absolutely you know and i think an important component is also there's all of these kind of like uh side themes i guess if you will where we're talking about just like relationships that can sometimes be disenfranchised. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and anything can be that way. It doesn't just have to be women and, and dogs and, um, experiences that can often be stigmatized. And I love, love, love working to eradicate stigmas. Okay. And the way that we do that is by normalizing the experience that is thought of as a stigma. And so, you know, I thought what better way to normalize the experience than to put together a hundred page tome (laughs) to the diversity of experiences there. Um, But, you know, we can have bonds with all sorts of living creatures in different ways that can, it would not surprise me at all to sit across across from someone who said my lizards have been there for me, you know? Um, And, and, you know, and I've sat across from people who've said, you know, my, my cat was there for me, you know, during the passing of my mom or whatever. And, uh, you know, it's just living creatures, mm-hmm. um, can just be there in different ways and provide different experiences for us. And there's just so many different ways to, to work through, um, the labyrinth of life, right. Of right. that, of the emotional experiences and, and to, to just even say there's so many different ways to receive, um, love. Right. How did you go about selecting the women for the book? Yeah. So, um, I put out kind of like a call to action on social media. Um, I asked, uh, women, when was the time that your dog was there for you in a way that other humans could not be and uh, in 25 words or less <laughs> okay yeah so uh so they submitted submitted their stories and then from that little snippet i called them and set up interviews and heard their stories and um, i bet you got a ton of stories yeah i i did i got a ton of stories and it was so humbling so absolutely humbling um and then they participated in the uh in the project and um all of the profits go to the local dog rescue harley's haven dog rescue cool um so just being a part of that whether they made it in the book or not each woman received their own unique photo experience each woman had the ability to create their own customized and personalized wall art for themselves um and then i had their stories and their photos to use for the book and then from there I selected the stories and the photos that I felt best came together um, in the coffee table book and really brought it all together and represented, um, you know, everything that I've just been talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it was quite the process. Every um, it was wonderful, wonderful, beautiful, exciting journey. every interview was recorded and I say interview, but it's the exact same way that every photo experience that I do starts. It's, you know, conversation. Yeah. It's conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, what does this mean to you? Um, because 
you know, I can show up all day with my camera and take a pretty picture, but that's never what any of this is about. It mm. is 100% about photographing what's important to you and why it's important to you and what it means to you. Um, you know. Yeah, uh, we've had uh, several conversations about your process um, when you're dealing with a new potential client and sort of the... Um, quote-unquote interview that you do with them mm -hmm. and you you come across some resistance sometimes because some people don't feel like it's a worthwhile um goal to have this to have this representation of their family or their mm -hmm. their pets and stuff like that what how do you kind of walk them through that yeah so you mean um so that they come to a place of kind of permission giving yeah. for themselves yeah yeah um the amazing thing is that when you sit across from someone and you really start talking about what matters most to them, unfortunately, in our lives, I, I think as a whole, we, we don't sit across from each other and have extremely real conversations on what is most important to us and really putting a fine point on how and why we love what we love mm -hmm. and really dwelling on that. But the second that we do, the second that we do, the doors just open wide and really all of us, every single person wants connection. Yeah. That's what we all want in the human experience is connection. And that's what that is. So as soon as we kind of crack that door back open to connection, mm -hmm. same thing happens. It doesn't matter how much a couple loves each other or family loves each other or someone loves their pet or whatever, you know, we're, we're just careening around, you know, our lives going from thing to thing. Right. And the minute that we truly, truly stop and reconnect with that, it's a very, very powerful thing. And, and that's really the gateway to someone seeing what it could mean to them to have a representation mm -hmm. of that on their walls and in their homes. Yeah. Um, and that they really deserve that. Um, and, and to have that anchored in their home so that every day when they come, come home, you know, they they are reconnected and anchored to what's most important to them. Because we walk through the door and we've got, like, baggage of yeah. what we experienced all day From long. The day. Right. And you can have the kids you love. You can have the pets you love. You can have the significant other or, like, whatever, mm -hmm. friends, whatever. But it's so easy to get disconnected from that place of what is most important and what they represent to us and what our, our lives truly are right and the gifts of the experience of every day and being brought back to the present and so the second that we start that path and and that that is that is what we are here for and that is what we are talking about then you know of course everyone wants to lean into that because everybody wants to be connected reconnected more connected did you ever uh, here or, or, or of any of your of your stories, was there ever a story that you know you felt like really moved by, or you mm -hmm. know like really gravitated to, mm -hmm. and then you saw the dog, and you're like, 
this is the dog? <laughs> <laughs> that's so judgmental. That's that's amazing. Um, <laughs> but I'm just but, but well but for s- Sally who's probably listening right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, okay, let me. No, I love this. No, question. I want to. I want to. got one leg. How did you drag it around? Well, no, it's not But I suppose surprise. Surprise. It's surprise. Like if you said like you know this is waffles. Right, and it waff- waffles, waffles in, you know, is a my- mastiff. Can we just say <laughs> that, that there is a dog mouth? named Waffles in the book? <laughs> is there? <laughs> yeah, there is. Oh, no. Well, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I can't, no, I can't no, wait to no, meet Waffles. No, sorry. I just, you know, it's great. It's awesome. Waffles, waffles just ate a family of squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so there is a dog named Waffles. A dog named Waffles. What type of dog do you think that is? Uh, one of those fluffy little ones, uh, kind of like a mop. What about you? Um, I'm thinking golden retriever just because it's like that golden brown color, like a yeah. waffle. I'm thinking a German shepherd. Okay. Mm-hmm. Waffles is? Oh, Brandon doesn't have a mic. Waffles looks uh, regal. He's like a dingo. He's like descended wow. straight from... Yeah, exactly. He, now, he was definitely one of those ones that it was so funny because, you know, I think when I think of waffles, I probably think closer to what JD was describing. Like a little, you, little yeah, yeah, or you think of dog. something kind of like goofy, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Um, and he, he was all business. Waffles yeah. was all business wow. and I loved him. He mm. was fantastic, but he, <laughs> he was, he was, uh, at least not in the context of his photo session. I think he sensed that he was really a true model and he really wanted to knock <laughs> yeah. it out of the park. Just hamming it up. Yeah. He was like, yeah, exactly. Seriously. Someone saw a picture of him afterwards and they're like, he was made for this. <laughs> <laughs> Just giving you lots of over the shoulder looks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Give him a good side. Uh, yeah. So, so in that sense, there are a couple. There are a couple of those. A lot of times, people uh, pups are aptly named. You know. Yeah. Spe- speaking but, of which, I'm curious. Um, you can get back to his question in a second. I'm going to interrupt it with my question because it's better. Which is, no, it's worse. It's a terrible question. What um the the what were ratio, you the ratio of human names for dogs versus silly names oh, for dogs. Oh man, are they mostly people names or like waffles? Oh gosh, is it like? I mean, it's probably mostly like Mis- you would think. You know, oh, that's a dog, Doctor Patrick Stewart. Yeah, but that's a hilarious question that you asked because um See, one of my question. yeah one of my team members, <laughs> my team member. Uh, Denna, she is in charge of like when I have a new client come in, they'll fill out a client form and it'll have their information and it'll have like the rest of like their kids or mm. whoever else may be in the family that's applicable to the session. And so sometimes people write the names down and then they write the date of birth and they don't write anything else. And it is not uncommon at all for Denna to turn to me and say and ask. Um, is one? this a human? Right. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> or is this a dog? Yeah. Uh, in the book, it was probably mostly like doggy names. Okay. Like if you saw it, you'd Spock. be like, oh, yeah. Okay. Like Logger. It was funny. There was logger. actually. Like the beer or like a one who works with logs? <laughs> <laughs> the beer. Okay. Uh, which I think is probably at this point, I feel like I've met a few different loggers. Oh. Yeah. Isn't that funny? You see, trends. you see trends. You see trends. Yeah. So th- not only that, but so there's two gens in the book and one gen owns lager and one gen owns Terrapin and Terrapin is named after the brewery. Oh, oh wow. So yeah. Yeah. We've got some my themes. Dog beer. <laughs> beer. Just beer. Yeah. I'm sorry. People used to get on uh, my family uh, a little bit because our first all we had, we 
through my life, we had three dogs. Right. And it, which was very interesting when you said about how they are bookends for certain periods. For in eras life. of your life, yes. And, David Sedaris said that. Uh, our first dog was, um, uh, his name was Tyrone. <laughs> and people used to make fun of like your dog's name is Tyrone. Tyrone? I, like, I didn't name him. Yeah, yeah. I, I was born and he was here. So, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, but that is a funny name because that is yeah, such like a human. Yeah, name. it's like your brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> I know. Were you ever like talking about him and then there? Sorry, I'm now I'm asking you questions. Well, no, it's fine because now Tyrone <laughs> was. This was back in the day, uh, and Randy's up there with me in age, so he'll remember these days when you like. You really didn't walk your dog. You kind of like just let them out. Right. Oh. Yeah. And they yeah. just roamed. Uh-huh. And yep. I lived in Germantown, but mm-hmm. most of my family lived in West Philly and South Philly, like my you know cousins and stuff like that. And the, a day would not go by when they would call us and just be like, yeah, so Tyrone's here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, he left. I guess he's on his way home. And and he'd show up home with like a pack of dogs behind him and they'd be sitting at the steps like, you know, all right, Ty, later. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You know what's so funny is growing up, I had that exact same experience and I grew up in the middle of nowhere in the South in the country. And the kind of the, there's a lot of differences in different parts of the country as to how people feel and think about dogs and have dogs and you know experience that so it means different things to different people but when I was a kid our experience was that our basset hound Cedric who was my say <laughs> Cedric I know, <laughs> Cedric. I know. Um, he was my he's my buddy he's mm-hmm. my little buddy um, yeah he would just he would be let out and he would go walk you know to all the neighbors and uh, and it and and visit. He he would go visit Miss Daisy. Hmm. Um, he would knock on her door and <laughs> with I don't know. However, Where would he drive her. <laughs> what nice oh, one. Oh. Very nicely done. <laughs> so and he would come in and and watch TV with her oh. until and then he would go to the door and she would let her out and then he had a a girlfriend. Oh, Miss Daisy was a person. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking Miss Daisy was a dog. No. Like a neighbor's dog. I know. See, so th- this is, this is, yeah, Cedric's a dog. Miss yeah. Daisy's a person. So confusing. We need to, I know. Everyone needs to be named Waffles. <laughs> Every dog is a Waffles now. Yeah, so, so he wrong. would go around and then he'd pick up his girlfriend and he'd bring, you know, his girlfriend, I think Molly was her name, and down mm. to the house. And then my mom would say, take Molly home. And I kid you not, our dog would, Cedric would take Molly home and then come back. You grew up in a Disney movie? Yeah, yeah right. I know. <laughs> Birds would dress her in the morning. <laughs> there was never any spaghetti around. <laughs> we are talking to Kristen. And I didn't get your last name, Kristen, because people are going to be looking for your yeah. book. And how do they find it? I know Women's yeah. Best Friend. That's a great question. And it's written by Kristen. What's my name? What a good question. <laughs> thanks, thanks for asking. <laughs> Really nailing the interview process here. <laughs> yeah. Well, you would have thought that one of her best friends would have said it in the beginning of the interview, but he didn't. Well, it's Kristen Kidd. <laughs> Kristen Kidd of Kristen Kidd Photography. Yeah. You know, people tease me because it's uh, they they automatically go to the episode of The Office with uh, Vance from Vance Refrigeration. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. Kristen Kidd, Kristen Kidd Photography. Um, yeah, so that's me. Uh, the book can be found at womansbestfriendproject.com. 
Okay, cool. Yeah, so you can place your order there. It's a beautiful 12 by 12 fine art, 100 page, or actually I should say 94. Okay. <laughs> Just in case somebody orders and then they're like, I was We're wrong. We're six pages. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I'd like a refund. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I counted three times. <laughs> yeah, so, um, and all the information on the project and a little trailer about, you know, how we did what we did. Cool. Um, is is there so you can follow us on uh, on social media um at my page kristen kid photography on facebook and then the lifestyle dogtographer um is another page where we have a lot of info about it and then woman's best friend project on uh, instagram and twitter as well let me give you because i don't believe i believe you said this that you, you know of all the stories that are in your book your story is not in your book. Right. The story of you and your dog. Yeah. <laughs> who I was are, I was so busy. I got so caught up in all these other stories. Who <laughs> is or are this woman's best friend? Me? <laughs> of Kristen Kid Photography. Of Cri- Kristen Kid of Kristen Kid Photography. Can we just talk about me in third person? <laughs> uh, yeah, so my dogs are Hudson and Nito. That's Ermanito, which is Spanish for little brother. He's this our second dog. Um, Hudson is Sparkle Puppy number one. Um, hmm. They are the lights in our lives. <laughs> They're both rescue dogs. One's from Home at Last Rescue. Another is from Harley's Haven Dog Rescue. Both of those rescues are awesome. You should log on to the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the information superhighway. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Um, and give them all your money. Uh, they're doing good things. Um, but yeah, and so Hudson is is regal and stoic and very sensitive. Um, we say that if he could speak, his top comment would be, I couldn't possibly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then Nito is the opposite. He's the frat guy doing keg stands at the party. Wow. He wiggles through life. Um He's he's just crazy. He's super duper crazy, um, and, and he actually uh, threw us for a loop because when we got Hudson, we were total snarky pet owners. Really? Uh, yeah, one hundred percent. Yes, uh, you know sometimes there are the, those snarky parents out there that are that are like you know my child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. We were that, but with dogs. <laughs> so we're like. <laughs> So Hudson was super easy to train. You know, we showed him once what you expected, and it was great. Um, and we were like, oh, my gosh, we're such good pet owners. Yeah. Um, and then we adopted our second dog, and we got really humbled. And ah. it was wonderful. It was an experience that we 100% needed, and I am very thankful for it because mm-hmm. it has helped me be the photographer and dog owner that I am today. He... Um, he struggled a lot. He had a lot of behavioral issues, mm-hmm. um, and we had to bring in a wonderful behavioralist to help us kind of navigate that and see what he needed. Mm. Um, and also, you know, she trained us <laughs> so that we could provide an environment in which uh, you know he could thrive and really live his best life. Uh, and that that changed everything. Um, yeah. 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 Absolutely. I talked. I I've had the. 
I've been able to talk to a lot of people who have had similar experiences because what's happened a lot with uh, rescuing animals now is that it's not uncommon for them to be kind of moved from place to place, mm-hmm. which creates a lot of anxiety yeah. in uh, in their lives. And so we're seeing more and more dogs with anxiety. Um, and pet owners, uh, we'd like to to think about when we're adopting this romantic idea of like the movies where, where we adopt this dog and it just frolics through a field with us. Right. Right. Um, but you know, what we find is, you know, pets are, you know, much like humans in the sense that they have a gamut of needs and responses and personalities. So anyway, um, you know, Nito had his own thing going on and, and I've, I've experienced a lot of people who've, who've been surprised by, the behavioral needs of their dogs and um it was i was really grateful to go through that experience because i can i can say you know getting a behavioralist and getting that help that he needed um it changed everything for us um and everything for him too so thanks yeah. Cool. Uh, since this is generally a pop culture show, yeah. my final question. Uh, so when Kristen NPR. comes in, she does not, <laughs> she does not really read comics. Well. Um, uh, she will read the occasional quote unquote graphic novel. And, um, <laughs> don't do that. Oh, don't, oh, don't, do, don't do that. And what? Don't do that. Don't do what? <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, basically, I, I think we had said what your favorite genre would be would be if there was a genre of graphic novel called NPR. <laughs> NPR recommends. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Which I'm pretty sure there is. <laughs> what is your favorite graphic novel? Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, hyperbole and a Half. Oh, right. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah, it's always uh, started off as a webcomic. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of little stick figures, right? And every now and then I get obsessed and I like track her down on the interwebs and I'm like is she doing it and like yeah. you know you know it's so funny when we start like demanding art from people right mm-hmm. but but yeah I would love I'm just waiting with bated breath for anything else that she might put out into the world yeah because- I've read some of her stuff it's very um uh, touching some of it, surprisingly yes. so. Yeah, it's hilarious, and she also has a couple pieces about uh, her dogs, hmm. um, which a lot of people can relate to. But I think that she, her uh, piece, which I think was just called "Depression in hmm. Hyperbole and Half," she might have done two different ones. I think there's "Depression" and then "Depression Two" or something. And I apologize if I'm just really getting that wrong, but it, it's something like that. Um, but I think that those two pieces are some of the most compelling thoughts put to paper um, on depression that I have have seen in recent history. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. It, yeah, yeah. I think it's just, you know, it's so approachable and funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of it's laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. Hilarious, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's great. absolutely. Um, and also the just really relatable and mm-hmm. beautiful. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. Right on. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Did we tell the people where they could, where they could find this book? They can go to Women's Best Friend Project. Oh, he passed the test. Nice. (laughs) And if people want to contact you for some photography? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, KristenKidPhotography.com. Sweet. Thank you so much for joining us. Yay. Thank you, Kristen. Thanks for having me. No doubt. Now get out. (laughs) All right. Well, Jesus.
Well, that was lovely. Thank you so much, Kristen. Um, she's gone. I don't know why I'm talking to her like she's still here. And uh, <laughs> I mean, let's get on with the show, shall we? It's only sure. been 39 minutes, Len. Okay. It was deep, man. Uh, it, was, it was a good conversation. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, she's awesome. Right. She's, she's, my, she's one of my favorites. Yeah, I know. Um, so, I was Randy, yes. our son, the voice of reason, comic book Jedi, I forget all of your other titles. You you want to talk about and those are titles. today? Uh, dude, I, I well, it came out last week, the uh, Superman fourteen, where oh. yeah, did you not read? I didn't even read it. I'm behind on my Bendis uh, stuff. So, so Superman good. fourteen came out last week, and they're wrapping up the whole Unity saga, and the Legion of Superheroes just shows up at the end of the Is book out of nowhere. And I'm so happy. So you're a big so, Legion guy. I'm a big Legion. I've been a Legion guy for a very, very long time. I'm a big Legion guy. I want yeah. the two of you. Okay. Please, tell me why. I have tried every Legion since, I would say, maybe the 90s. Every time a new mm. Legion book hits, I'm like, all right, let me try this. Maybe this will be my intro into the Legion. Um, and I, they've never quite clicked for me. I don't know if it's too many characters. I don't know if it's because it's in the far future and I don't recognize the the universe as it is in in the mm. far future the 30th century 31st i guess they've now. jumped yeah, it's 31st they always yeah. jump right, right. they shifting timeline yeah. so what is it about the legion of superheroes that gets you guys all like giddy i always liked them like when i was a kid um the first one the first dude i encountered was monel and i was like oh who's this joker okay right. and then just you know, you get thrown into this world and there's all these characters and you're like, what, this guy? And then there's that guy and there's that guy and this guy. And, you know, just sort of catching up with who everybody is and watching the the, the little mini relationships that exist within the whole thing and, mm -hmm. you know, and all the really cool stuff that they do. Um, I, the Great Darkness Saga blew my mind. The Great Darkness Saga oh is my fantastic. God, it's so good. Yeah, that you never, never read. I never. I I started it. <laughs> that book I, blew my mind. I totally know what that is, but for the people who don't, what's the Great Darkness? Great saga? Darkness Saga. Uh, so it takes place in the at the time the 25th century, um, and like these beings show up and they're trying to recreate stuff and they're just tearing stuff apart. And if you like, when you they 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 resemble characters from the from the from the twentieth century, but nobody in the twenty fifth century knows who they are. And it turns out that like one of them is this like this weird clone of Orion, and one of them is a Superman clone, and one of them is a oh. I forget who the other one is. I mean, one of them it, is a Shadow Lass, I believe. I forget. There's two more, and they're trying to bring Darkseid back to life. Yeah, and and they're just kicking the hell out of everything. Um, and you know, just the the entire 25th century is is surprised by the by this being and you know these powerful beings and who they are and things in the 25th century have been pretty century. 30th. No, at the time it was 25th. No, it was the 30th. Was it the 30th? Yes, it was I the 30th. I'm thinking Buck Rogers. Sorry. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, things have been pretty peaceful. You know, mm -hmm. they're like you know. The, the Fatal Five would show up and they would get hammered and then like Mordru would show up and they would he would get hammered and it wasn't really a big thing and then Darkseid starts coming back and they're like what is happening here and the amazing th the amazing thing about the Great Darkness saga which is decidedly an 80s thing is that at that moment Darkseid was not the big bad of DC that he has grown to be. At that moment, Darkseid was actually more or less a 
almost forgotten villain because he was decidedly Jack Kirby's creation and in that whole new world um, line of books that Jack Kirby had done years prior. So he actually was almost forgotten. Great Darkness Saga, this legion of superheroes story by Paul Levitz and Keith Geffen really brought Darkseid back to prominence um, and made him uh, the villain that he is now in the DC world. I think the thing about the thing about Legion, same with you, Randy, is that click with me is that I've latched onto him as a kid, but I latched onto him at an innocent, a more innocent time in comic book reading. Yeah, comic yeah. books weren't the you know they weren't graphic novels. You know, um, for the most part, they weren't even except for Marvel. The stories weren't even that serialized where, you know, there was still very much one and done. Mm. So the whole idea of the, well, honestly, the, the whole idea of the Legion when I first found them was in the 70s. And I locked in on it because I fell in love with the art of Dave Cockrum and Mike Grell. Yeah. And as probably a young guy going into my teens, watching their very dynamic way of drawing those characters and just being 100% man about it or a young boy about it Dave Cockrum's extremely sexy costume designs oh, for the man. women oh god the, the legions were so winners good. so good right yes. yes the 70s had some interesting so good. female so good uh, outfits oh yes just random holes so for no good. reason yes. Um, yes. like usually holes around the hip area yes oh man <laughs> and you know what was funny i remember i i i'll never forget this when uh when i started getting into marvel uh around the same time i remember seeing the uh the shiar galactic uh, the Imperial Guard, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Is this the Legion of Superheroes?" Right, they, because they basically were. Yeah, there was they, they, pastiches the, of the Legion. Yeah, the, all of them. Every and that was because one. Dave Cockrum they, left Legion left. to do X Men, and right. I'm looking at him. I'm like, they look exactly the same. And then I, I, oh, I okay. I stayed on them because with them because they were in the future. So every once in a while, they would drop a little nugget that gave you some insight into what happened to yeah. the 20th century. Like yeah, I think yeah. one story they actually ran across, you know, uh, fell into the old Bat Cave. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so that's what kind of like kept me with the Legion. When you try and lock on to them in the 90s jd that's really after the heyday of the of the legion mm -hmm. and more more importantly that's after crisis on infinite earths yeah and crisis on infinite earths which totally remade the uh the dc line of superhero of comic books for the most part for the better began the downslide of the Legion of Superheroes. Because they, they were very popular one, once upon a time, yeah. right? Yes, up until yeah. then. But it was with that that they all of a sudden became very disconnected yeah. with the universe as a whole. And every iteration since has been trying to recreate to the wheel. That, yeah. uh, I think the, the, probably the best version, the best thing they had done since then was... Uh, 
And as much as people hated on Final Crisis, there was a, a miniseries that spun out of that called Legion, Legion of Three Lo Worlds. Oh, I was thinking Legion yeah. of Legion Lost. of Three Worlds was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Legion of Three Worlds was really, really good stuff. Uh, right before that was Legion Lost. That was, wasn't uh, that Infinite Crisis? No, it was Final it was Crisis. Legion Lost. Okay. Um, Legion Lost, there were two Legion Lost. There was a New 52 one that was a bit mm. of a mess. But before that, there was, before a, that yes. there was a 12-issue miniseries where uh, there was... Um, this race called the Blight, and the Blight kind of uh, came to attack the United Planets, kind of like the Borg did, and were just tearing things to pieces, mm -hmm. right? And you know, a, a group of Legionnaires to stop them, they wound up like in uncharted space, just far from everything. And Legion Lost was about them trying to get home, right? And man, it got. It got really, really wild because, spoiler alert, one of the Legionnaires that had went with them was so lost in like in saving everybody else, he really forgot who he was. Mm -hmm. And then when he, by the time he even they found out that it was him and he was responsible for a lot of, it, he had no idea like who any of them were because mm -hmm. it had been so long. Wow. It was amazing stuff. Uh, um, now, I, the only... I think I it think, was uh, Abnett and Lanning wrote that. My biggest connection to Legion was I wanted, and maybe I'm wrong about this, wasn't in Jeff John's JSA, wasn't there a character? Starman. Starman, Starman yeah. who was like, a little bit crazy. Yeah, right. he had a beard. He had a suit black yeah, yeah. with all the yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was kind of cool. Yeah, Starman was awesome. And yeah. he actually was from the Legion. Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. He was from the yeah. Legion of Superheroes and had, had fallen back. Like they didn't know what to do with the Legion after a while because there was the whole storyline that ran in the Justice League for a minute where they had to. They all of a sudden there was a couple of Legionnaires running around with the Justice League. It was a whole lightning saga. I think they were yeah. trying to, and that was right. the, what they. That's how they brought back. Uh, Wally. Yep. Right. Yeah, that's how yeah. they brought yep. back Wally. Yeah, um, the first time. And that was that was actually uh, the that that lightning saga was actually pretty good. Yeah, that one I read. Um, I like, like that. Sort of it's separate from anything else. It was pretty good. Mm -hmm. You know, they would they would throw these Legion nuggets there. That would that would that would be pretty good stuff. But they didn't know what to do with them as a whole because there were like these different iterations of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what Legion Legion of Three Worlds was trying to sort of fix. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, In the way that yeah. Um, Jeff Johns had to try and fix Hawkman. Yeah, 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 and everything else. So um, now you've got new else. Legion yes. showing up in Superman. Yes, and they're very different looking, and um, Lightning Lad's black, and um, and this is Bendis doing it. Yeah, uh, this is Bendis and uh, Ryan Sook did the original designs. Mm. Uh, he's going to be doing the book itself, um, and I'm I'm extraordinarily excited about this. It's just kind of good to have the legion back mm -hmm. um because because they're they're so sort of intertwined with everything else um and yet so far away from everything else like if you if you get a chance to uh, take a look at like the 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 pictures of everybody else like element lad is green now mm -hmm. um and you know they're they're purple members and um you know, just random stuff that they're doing. There's a Doctor Fate in here that oh. they have. Yeah, Doctor Fate's there. There's somebody with Fate's helmet. Um, there's 
a lantern of some sort. See, now the- that, I have a feeling that's going to be a little bit of the lightning rod, if you will, that'll pull me in, is seeing legacy characters in the far, far yeah. future that gives me uh, something to sort of grip onto. Yeah, and I, I, I think, uh, again, this is one of those things that, is that Quizlet? Mm-hmm. No, it's just a camera. Okay, there was a there was a character named Quizlet, and Quizlet was just like a little. It was kind of like Skeets. It was like a little robot thing, and there was a little energy thing that lived in this. And you know, I don't even remember what Quizlet could do, but he was a member of the Legion. Um, it was, and that was one of the things you could do all this crazy stuff with the Legion because half of them were, you know, four fifths of them were from other planets. They could yeah. be whatever you wanted. Uh, at one point. Um, there's a character named Princess Projectra who originally was just like everybody else in the Legion, just somebody white from another planet. Mm. Eventually, they made her like a... She was a fish or some sort of like tentacled creature, but she uh, she could project illusions. So mm. her you know her lo- illusion self was just regular humanoid. Yeah, yeah. And then eventually they sort of just let that go. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I think this is just sort of another step in that. And I, I, I can't wait for it. I'm really, really excited about this book. I'm always excited for new books, um, even if it is reboots of old books that I didn't appreciate, because I want, I'm always excited to be excited. I want to be excited about a thing. So I'm definitely going to check it out. I've been looking forward to it. I kind of forgot that they showed up in Superman, so I need to backtrack a little bit and find that. But um, yeah, I'm hoping this will be the one that does it. The cartoon is pretty good. I was going to ask on if you guys. Universe. That show so yeah, that old much. show. Um, well, yeah. 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 How old? It well, was I mean, like it's early like 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Not like. Oh, I used to love yeah, that show, you. man. Okay. It was. It was one of my like Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. So. There was that weird Superman clone that just showed up, like that dude. Like it was all kinds of just crazy stuff happening on. I loved that show. See, and that show is also another evidence of how it kind of got messed up. Like the historically, the whole idea of the Legion was that these teenagers from the future were inspired by Superboy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then over time, after, you know, constant reboots of the DC Universe, that got retconned to it being they were inspired by Superman, right? On that show, that cartoon show, that character decidedly looks like he's Superboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But because of what was happening on the in the comic books... They had to call him they had Superman. To call him Superman yeah. oh. You couldn't call him oh, Superboy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it so that always to me gave us like that's weird because yeah. he decidedly looks like Superboy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was very very young, and the so the idea was uh, the way that they finally you know did it was that they went back and recruited him when he was young. Right. Um, yeah. And so and when he was still Clark Kent, he would go hang out with the Legion sometimes, yeah. Yeah. which I thought was kind of cool. I thought um, it was kind of cool. And so, so now, as it's turning out now, um, they decide uh, when they go back this this time. It, it's because of John. Oh, because okay. of John, oh. yeah. And so, like well, that the, makes sense. So the cover for fifteen is like, actually, Superman. We're here for him. Nice. And I'm like, oh, dope. Okay, let's see where this goes. So all these pictures that you're seeing are the, that yeah. that's John Kent. Gotcha. Um, I like that. I yeah, hanging that. out with the Legion. And uh, yeah, I'm don't really, like really excited. I ah, love okay. I love this yeah, cover. Like that cover is amazing. Where like Superboy has his finger out to receive the Legion ring. Yeah. What a great well, That's a great that's a wonderful look. cover. That is a now, great Now I just look. heard Brandon under under his breath said that a lot of people don't like the idea yeah. of John. I mean, 
Wait, are you telling me that people on the internet are mad about a thing? I don't mind that much, but a lot of people are upset that John, they feel like he worked best with Damien and with Superman, and they felt he brought an interesting dynamic to the current DC universe. And so they feel like Bendis is coming in and like wiping the slate clean, getting rid of him so Bendis can do his own thing. And they feel like this character that was real great is now being pushed to the future where he won't impact Bendis' current storylines. Well, I'm not sure where John is in the current book age-wise. He's 17. He's 17? That was another problem because Bendis aged him up. Yeah, I was about to say because he was – the last time I saw him, he wasn't that close to that age. uh, He left Earth with his grandfather. Right. And – was just kind of running the cosmos with his grandfather, and he got lost in and wound up in on uh, Earth three. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and he got aged there because he was trapped on Earth three for a while. Earth right? three, the home of uh, the home of the crime syndicate. Yes, um, how, and he how, was why trapped was he by there? he was trapped by Ultraman. It was awesome. And, yeah, it was nuts, and he was getting he, you know he was getting hemmed up. Yeah, and so he finally escaped, and in the whole sort of space-time dimension crossing and got older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was crazy. But it was it was a good read. It was, yeah, he was, was like a... um, trapped in a volcano for years. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Sounds interesting. It was brutal. It, it was sounds... crazy. Yeah. And, you know, he came back and, his, you know, his parents were like, what in the... Yep. What? What? Hold, what? Why? I like the idea of them moving him over to the Legion because they've created this whole new character. They've actually made him... A thing, a viable character that people enjoy, they like, um, developed his personality pretty well, and now they're putting him in a space where he can go and be his own man. Yeah. yeah. So I, I actually like that. Now, I don't know how this is going to do well in this room, but some would say they're putting him on a book that has historically not done well. And they're shipping him off somewhere where he can slowly disappear. Oh, I don't think that's the no, case. I, I think, think the idea case. is to... It's to make the book... To like, give, give, the, give book the book more enough for more to break right. up. Yeah. 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 I know, yeah. I'm just saying... Because they're not shipping him like, off there to die. They're, they're yeah. hoping well, that he will die. elevate the... It's like, like J.D. was saying, it, it was hard for for people to really catch on to the Legion because there was so much happening and you weren't sure what mattered and, and for That's you know, true, this yes. it's um, and with like a bunch of the other stuff they're doing they're trying to make it all sort of matter mm-hmm. and for the Legion to really matter you they need someone on. yeah yeah, to, uh, like I was saying earlier, the, the my lightning rod of a character that I am already sort of already familiar with yeah. and so putting John in this book already is like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a little bit more excited now because I like John. Yeah, and there's a there's a, there's a great team on it. Uh, Bendis is is writing it, and Ryan Sook's uh, his art just looks magnificent on this stuff. Now I will say, I don't know why we had to age up John in order to have him be part of this book because part of the thing that they in the past they used to do was the Legionnaires would come and whisk off young Superboy to the future anyway. Why not just keep him as young Superboy? You don't have to make well, him because he then would be too young for to be the for Legion. Be the Legion, yeah, the Legion you have 10. to be a teenager. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know what that. Is, what do you mean by teenager? Like, well, I think if he's thirteen. Because he's thirteen. Because remember, no, he there was, was no. He's he not, was he's ten because he was younger than Damien. Because Damien wouldn't let him on because he was right. So they could have aged him up to thirteen instead of seventeen. Yeah. Because I remember there was a very specific scene with was it Rebirth where. Damien blows out the candles yeah. and he's 13 yes. now, so he gets right. to be in the Teen Titans. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. They could have done right. something like that. 
They could have. And and brought. But I I, I think it allows um, for him to sort of, you know, for there to be relationships and that sort of thing that uh, maybe you don't want to have to do with a thirteen year old boy. And so they can have a position of of authority in in a sense in the group as opposed to everybody like all right little superboy you yeah. know let us handle it yeah, yeah. you know what i mean so it may it, it and historically the legion when they were at their prime and everybody was on them was when they had probably all of them gotten to about the 17 18 yeah. age actually technically they probably were in their 20s if you want to be honest because right. a couple of them were married sure yeah but um so it 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 kind of makes sense. It's, it makes sense. I'm interested. I, I'll tell you this. That makes me want to invest in the Legion of Superheroes. I've been looking for a linchpin into the Legion of Superheroes, and for a minute, I actually thought. And this is a, going back a, a bit of a ways. I believe it was. Um, I think Mark Wade. I think it was Mark Wade, but I could be wrong. Um, and Barry Kitson did Supergirl in the Legion of Superheroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And yeah. that looked like that might be kind of cool. I, yeah. I I like them as a team. So I was like, all right, let me see if that lasts a little bit. I might I might follow with it. And then sure enough, it, it didn't. Um, but that so, was in the main Supergirl book, was it? Yeah, it wasn't its own. Book. I think they turned the Supergirl yeah, book, book on book over into, to yeah. like yeah, Supergirl Super and the Legion of yeah. Superheroes. Yeah, I remember that. I didn't and and that. that looked kind of interesting to me. Um, but uh, ultimately, I guess it it didn't, it didn't last. Um, so I've been waiting for somebody to do something with the Legion that would bring me back into that fold. Just yeah. much like I'm now back invested in Teen Titans. Yeah. So Teen Titans. Have you been reading Teen Titans, yeah, Randy? Man. Oh, so good. Man. Is that Adam Glass right now? Yeah. 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 I don't know who yeah. that dude yeah, is. Yeah, he's pretty good. But yeah, it's good. That's good stuff. Yeah. That is very good stuff. Oh, and. To segue, I am catching up on Young Justice, the cartoon. Oh, it's getting better and better. Bruh, I, just, oh. I finished it. That thing oh, yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah, I finished it. <laughs> I just finished I it. Yeah. Man, I watched an episode this morning, and I was very impressed because there was very much a ham-fisted commentary on what's happening right now politically and mm-hmm. soci- societally. Socially. Societally, um, and I even they even have Lex Luthor doing sad. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. very clearly oh, doing man, Trump. That gets so annoying funny. after a while. Uh, yeah, it made me laugh. It makes me laugh every time he does it. I'm like, uh. um, but then so uh, in that episode where the outsiders go and they fight the robot monkeys, yes. and everything, they're very clearly making a commentary about, um, um, I would say Republicans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but what impressed me even more was that it was balanced because then they also made a very overt commentary about let's i don't want to say democrats liberals let's yeah, say you just liberals, mean, you mean the right and the left liberals right and, and conservatives the left. Yeah. liberals and conservatives is better i like that better um but because the the justice league are doing their own thing and then one they're telling wonder woman what they did how they set it up and she's like what are you like you're doing the exact same exactly thing. Yeah. And I love that it seemed to be, you know, pointing fingers at both sides, being mm-hmm. like, y'all need to calm the yeah. down. Yeah. yeah. So, because uh, I think in the past we wouldn't have gotten that other side of like, no, you well, yeah, yeah you we kind of suck too yeah. in certain regards. Um, so Dude, I just, there was, I was really the impressed. End, you're going to be, oh. Oh, of the bro. season? Yeah. It's. So I think I've good. only got like four or five. So yeah, you do you remember, do you remember no. what the title of the episode was? Nope. Because I could go from. No, I know because yeah. it's like yeah, yeah the anti-life equation, Prepare the anti-life equation, which yeah. is another cute thing. Yeah, I like that too. Um, yeah, man, this 
the close. Oh, and then the thing with um, Violet. No, Violet. Yeah. What's her name? Halo. Halo. Yeah, Violet. Yeah, where she's dying and all this. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, <laughs> so man. Good. Halo is really cool. Yeah. It, it, yeah. And it, it's also, it's interesting how they're taking the whole Outsiders, and if you grew up on the Outsiders, a lot of these characters you kind of know, but they've changed, changed a, lot a lot of them yeah. up. They've blended it in with just, you know, typical everyday Justice League versus Legion of Doom mm -hmm. type stuff. They've got Jack Kirby's New World stuff in there. Then you've got sprinkling of classic Teen Titans mm -hmm. in here. And yet, even though as much as you think you know all of those different tangents mm -hmm. and where they usually are going to land, it lands someplace yeah. totally different. different. Yeah. Totally I, also, different. I think it's because they have the freedom to do that. They can just yeah. do whatever they want and yeah. take whatever they want and just sort of, you know, like just Forager in general. Mm -hmm. It's so radically different it's from so the Forager different, from, but it's, from the yeah. books. But he's awesome. I yep. love Fred Bug with two G's. Yeah, yeah Fred yes. Bug with two G's. I love him. Uh, and I don't have any knowledge of the previous forager mm -hmm. yeah bug the forager right yeah. like yeah, he had right. a one shot yeah. a couple years ago yeah you're not missing much yeah but um you never read Cos cosmic odyssey no oh dude cosmic odyssey is a that's mike mignola yeah it, art on jim starlin jim starlin yeah, yeah. that's a brilliant um, brilliant book uh oh, i forgot what i was gonna say but yeah it's it's wonderful i love oh that's what it was part of me actually wishes there was a side young justice that it deals with this version of the justice league i just love this justice league as well i do too but i'm kind of glad that it's not yeah because we've been there i know i know but like but, I, but I, I, I want a little you. bit more of them I, just yeah, I I enjoy, especially I when they show too. up they're 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 all so interesting yeah i'm curious though because of that justice league mm -hmm. do you have a favorite character because i surprisingly have one and i, I don't know if you've Oh, I'm really enjoying, and I usually I've never enjoyed this character before because he is kind of everything I hate in a person. But I really liked when um, Green Lantern um, Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner. I thought I was hoping you were going to say that. He's yes. funny. Yes, he's, He's legitimately yes. like borderline annoying, but also That's like some hysterical. of his bits are funny. Yes, I want more of him. He only showed up like once or twice. But yeah. So far. yeah, he's so funny. I was hoping you were going to say him. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't great. believe. I was yeah. like. I like Guy Gardner. Like He's so Gardner. good on his. I yeah. want a Guy Gardner show. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> it's just, that's awesome. He is I also so like cool. um, Satana is really cool too. I like her. Yeah, um, she's a lot of. I could watch uh, Aquaman all day. Oh, he's great. Calderon. I could watch. I could watch him all day. What happened man. to Arthur? He's running Atlantis. You yeah, he, he shows he up. He realized so that he's, he's king. Yes, yeah, he's but king. then Calderon is and Calderon Aquaman. Is Aquaman. Yes. Yeah, yeah, dude. It, His new I could watch cool. him all damn day. I am a fan of that dude. Yeah. Um, anyway, I just wanted to let you let you guys know I'm I'm catching up. Yeah, you're gonna enjoy the heck out of that. Brandon, what? We've heard nary a word from you today. What do you got? Uh, I I don't know. What do you want me to get? I got what lots do you of things. Want me to get? Well, you well, get it I got questions. In, in a well, I I, 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 I got a, I got a question for you, Brandon. See, Brandon, what did you think of the new Birds of Prey trailer? Oh, I thought it was it was short and sweet. <laughs> Are you? Does it get you excited for the movie? Yes, but I was already kind of excited. Yeah, why? Because because of the people. I mean, I like Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and yeah. I like Huntress as a character. I'm excited to see Cassandra Cain. I like Margot Rob Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. 
Yeah. So yeah, I was I was excited. You and McGregor, we get more Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Ooh. And um, it's weird um, that they're together. Is uh, Journey Smollett is Black Canary? Ah, uh, yeah. who's Journey Smollett? I don't know. I don't know who that is. She was well, she's she made her bones or made her, her big claim to fame in the movie East Bayou, which you didn't see either. I didn't see that. Um, and then she was in a horrible Tyler Perry movie, Temptation. No. Uh, which is you didn't see either. And I believe she showed up. Did she show up on Power? Not Power. Um, Empire. Empire. I think that she may have showed, showed up on Are Empire. you sure made it to Jesse Smollett? Yeah. Are they related? That's what I yeah, was Yeah, she's his sister. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I, I never watched Their Empire. names are Justice no, and Journey? Yes. Her name Jesse, is Smollett? Jesse and, and Oh, Jesse. Her name's uh, J-U-R-N-E-E. That's how you spell Journey. Nope, no idea. Um, yeah, I'm. Despite my better judgment, coming off of Suicide Squad, ugh, um, I am legitimately cautiously optimistic about this movie. Oh, because uh, of a wink. Both of the well, the first trailer, the the, the cast that's involved, mm-hmm. I went, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Like he and, just said. Yeah, and then the, um, this new trailer, it's got a good rhythm to it. And yeah, that wink got me too. I like the yeah, Mar- Margot Robbie's wink. But she is the best part. She was the best part of Suicide Squad in my eyes. Yeah, she was. She was, yeah. and she's yeah. often been the best part of a lot of movies that she. Yeah, was she's in. really. I think I kind of poo-pooed her at first because she was in that movie that I didn't really care the, about uh, playing a character the that Wolf I didn't of really. Wall Street. Yeah, um, but ever since then, everything she shows up in, I'm like, oh, all right, cool. Yeah, she's really good. With yeah, I Tanya. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I loved I Tanya. Uh. Speaking of Suicide Squad, some casting got announced yesterday. I mean, I think a few days ago they announced Taika Waititi, first of all. Yeah. And that's great. And then yesterday they announced Pete Davidson from- Oh, Suicide um, Squad 2. Yeah. No. They specifically said not to call it that since it's a reboot. It's just oh, it's Suicide a reboot? Squad. Yeah. You didn't know that? I well, I know when they that. say reboot, but- They said I'm it's like... a full reboot with, with Margot Robbie's returning. Like the same way that weird. Incredible Hulk was a reboot of Hulk. Yeah. But it wasn't really- but it, no, but I didn't. That wasn't a reboot. That was a sequel. That's what they said because he was supposed to be the same character. That's what they said. They said this is a reboot or a reimagining or one of those made-up words. I don't remember. Um, well, so yeah. this is. I'm su- just hoping that Taika Waititi doesn't show up and butcher this whole thing. Why would Whoa. he butcher? You mean make is it amazing the, like Thor Ragnarok? He's not directing because he pooped on Thor. This is the first time we have three. We're the majority. Yeah. Interesting. Of what? people who don't like Thor Ragnarok. I, I will throw him into traffic. <laughs> well, no, see, <laughs> me or Taika Waititi? Taika Waititi. All right, good. I'm, I'm, I'm giving him another chance. Yeah. I'm giving him another chance for Love and Thunder because I loved that story. Yeah. And I love Jason Aaron's Thor. And if he poops on this the way he did all of Walt Simonson stuff, if I see him in the street, I'm going to punch him in his throat. <laughs> I will give him a dollar because I love that movie. And that's all he's worth is a dollar. That's dollar. all I can afford to give him. <laughs> give him a, a dollar to go get his throat checked out yeah. after I punch it. Um, also. Wait, no, what, no, hold on. Okay. So what's the movie called? It's just called It's Suicide not Suicide Squad, Squad 2. Just it's Suicide just Squad. called Suicide Squad. That's the title get we have the... now. I mean, they haven't announced a title. Oh, oh, okay. They don't have a title. Yeah, I bet. Okay. If There's anything, they'll a... probably throw an article. It'll be, gotta like be The something. Suicide Squad or something like that. The Squadening. So Taika Waititi <laughs> will be in it. Um. Pete Davidson from Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. The guy who did the X-Men, those no. like YouTube videos where it was like Professor Xavier yeah. firing a different X-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were yeah. amazing. Yeah, he's the guy that had to apologize to that politician oh. that he made fun of. I don't think it was a, po- I think it was a soldier, wasn't it? 
Oh, no, right. the, but he was uh, a soldier. soldier. He was running the, for yeah, an office. Camera, yeah. yeah, and he had to apologize to him. Yeah. But most importantly, Peter Capaldi will also be in it. Yeah, I'm real excited for that. Oh, Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, so yeah, somebody else got announced for that too. Oh, goodness gracious! Him, I saw Pete Davidson. I saw um, Taekwondo. There was somebody else. Damn it! But while you're thinking, Rand, did you like Suicide Squad? I like the idea of it. Well, yeah. And I like. <laughs> I, I didn't. <laughs> I I, I liked. Answer. I liked. Uh, what's her name? Octavia. No, not her name. No. It was Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I liked her. Oh, as, she was perfect. I mean. As uh, as Amanda Waller. Yeah. I loved Margot Robbie. Um. The guy that played uh, Captain Boomerang, he wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy who's not Tom Harding. Yes. Yeah. Um, Every time I see him, like, oh, there's not Tom Harding. He's great. I liked Will as Deadshot. Mm. Um, th- but my biggest problem with that movie was that there was some there was some dialogue in that movie that was uh, some of the worst dialogue I've ever seen. There's a there's a part in that movie. Where Will Smith, he's like pointing at Enchantress. He's like, "Lady, you are evil," or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. And I was like, "Wait, somebody wrote that?" Yeah. And then he had to say it. I, uh, I don't it, know. I feel like it, Will Smith. Maybe he does what he wants sometimes. I I, I feel like they they they. And he was going for a certain kind of comedy, and it didn't land. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, I, like, that stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind Joker. I don't want to defend the film. I but. didn't, um, you know, I didn't mind the the Enchantress going nuts, because that's what she does. Yeah. She shows up, she goes nuts. Um, but it, it wasn't great. It, yeah. didn't, it didn't blow my mind. I've Are seen you guys it maybe excited twice. for a new version of this? I am. Yeah? yeah, yeah I, I trust James Gunn. Um, oh, that's right, James Gunn. Yeah, James Gunn doing it. I trust He's him. Yeah, I yeah. forgot he does. He and you know he does group movies. You know groups well. And I, I love James Gunn. Yeah, I, he is absolutely the only reason I I'm excited about this. Yeah. I like Margot Robbie, but I got a funny feeling she's doing it for two reasons. One is in her contract. Yeah, and two, James Gunn. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for it. Because James Gunn, I didn't like I didn't like Will Smith. I didn't think that he was all that great in it. Um, but uh, it is what it is. But you can't leave just yet. Oh, oh, yeah, Randy. Oh, Randy's trying right. to hustle right. out. I know Randy's got to go. 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 But we we have to induct Brandon. Brandon. After all the sassafras, this I was man laid in your feet. Right? You, you know why? Let's induct him. All right. I'm because sure. I want to get it over with. And okay. <laughs> And I'm actually just tired of having to go in and edit it out. <laughs> so Brandon, who is right now, he is adorned as Childish, Childish Brandino, Brandino Tribble. Tribble. Okay. But he wishes to change his name to Inspector Starchild Tribble. <laughs> Inspector Spacetime Tribble, which is a community reference and for a Doctor Who know. reference. Right. It's yeah, community slash Doctor Who mashup. Which is you know his jam. Which I will allow. Okay. Only if we add a third designation. Designation, because if this man walks out of here not as Morty Tribble, we've all failed in life. (laughs) We've all failed in life. There you go, Brandon. So you can be Inspector Space Time Tribble unless 
Only if you are also AKA Morty Tribble. Morty Tribble, that's brutal. That's, that's silly. Ah, jeez, Rick. <laughs> only if. No, you don't know. You don't get the only if. Fine, then I'll just be the unofficial. And- I'm gonna be the red hood of the family. <laughs> no, you're not. I, I mean, am. you can I, look how be, hard I am, Len. Grr. You can be that the official, scary. unofficial Inspector Space Time, but if you put Tribble on it. You're going to get seen in the street. I'm just saying. I'm just <laughs> saying. I'm just saying. We all know how, Kennedy, Mike how Brody. much the tribble, how strong those tribbles are. Oh, with no. With those little puffy Oh, oh I see. Stuff. Actual tribbles. Uh, yeah, see, you're uh, talking about the was, tribbles. You ain't talking about the black tribbles. Yeah. That's, oh, that's, that's a whole different thing. You better drop street. that mic and walk out of here. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. You might just get run up on one by Kennedy like, <laughs> bam, and get brodied. I'm just saying. Oh, Kennedy. Yeah, right. I miss you, Kennedy. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Good. What? Where are we at? All right, so. Have we come to an agreement? Yeah, I'm staying me. Oh, God. Okay. Mother. And I'll just be unofficial, Inspector. That means you can't say it on the show, though. No. If it's you unofficial. don't know that. No. No. JD is just also co-signed that you yeah. can't say it on the show. Okay. You'll just bleep it every time. Yo. It's up to you, really. Or you don't get Somebody. a microphone anymore. Yeah, you just don't have to get a microphone. Ha! Yo, I got two mics now. What's up? dropped hard. You're dragging them things. Like. Fine. <laughs> like one of them trucks with big metal ones just dragging behind him. Holy yeah, smokes. The transformer, the transformer that. Well was. done, sir. I appreciate that. I appreciate it too, but uh, drop his mic. Fuck him. All right. Oh, oh goodness gracious. All right, you got to go, Ryan. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by, No brother. doubt. Um, Love you guys. I want some of that. See you all on the swing back. Absolute pleasure to meet you. You too. Be careful tripping. Don't trip on your balls on the way out. For those, for those who didn't hear, uh, Brandon said, you too. Because he doesn't have a microphone, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna relay it to the people. All right. Anything else before we split? Uh, I think this sounds like a show. That sounds like a show. That sounds like a show. All right. Thank you. Th- love you. Thank you so much for joining us on this very special episode <laughs> of Gotta Talk. Gotta Talk. I've been Johnny Destructo. We have been here at 4327 Main Street, Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex. And I'm Brandon, aka Infection. <laughs> I said Brandon, a.k.a. Brandon. He's turning down all the microphones. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like partly annoyed, but partly impressed. I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah. Um, Len, the people can donate to the show if they want, if they go to Patreon dot com slash Johnny Destructo or coffee dot com slash Johnny Destructo. How do you spell coffee? K-O-F-I. Thank you so much for asking. Okay. And if they want to tweet at me, they could tweet at JD's Hero Complex. And they can email us at blacktribbles at gmail.com. Or at copopgo at gmail.com. And where can the people find you? They can find me on um, Twitter at TheBatTribble, on Instagram at BatTribble. And they can also follow my webcomic on Instagram, Batman's Whiteboard, where nice. I have a lot of... Uh, Silly fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like and if that. you're looking for Brandon, you can find his corpse out on the street. You no, can just... Why are you listening to him? He doesn't I, have I'm a sorry. mic. I'm sorry. I turned to him. I don't even know. He's All not right. here. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will talk at you later. Da-da-da!